Hi, it's Jesse, the founder of MaxFun. We promised you a MaxFun drive this week, but things haven't exactly gone how we expected. So given the pandemic, we're going to postpone this year's drive. Uh, events are still fluid, so we're hesitant to give you specifics about new dates. Right now, we have late April penciled into our calendars. We'll keep you posted about that. As it stands, a lot of our drive machinery was already cranked up. So for one thing, you might hear a reference or two to the drive in our shows, which might have been recorded before we made this decision. And uh, here is some good news. There's a bunch of great bonus content available for all of our MaxFun members. If you're a member and you missed the email with instructions on how to listen, check your spam folder or log in at MaximumFun.org manage. Uh, also at MaximumFun.org manage, you can change your membership if your circumstances have changed. We know this is a tough time for a lot of people and we understand. You can also go to MaximumFun.org slash join at any time if you'd like to become a member. During the next couple of weeks, what would have been the drive, we're going to do our best to be extra available to you. Uh, we've got some streaming events planned, some social media stuff. We know a lot of folks are isolated right now, and we want to help provide comfort in the best ways that we know how. You can follow us on social media and we'll let you know what's up. During this tough time, I have been feeling really grateful for my community of colleagues here at MaxFun and for you, the folks who make our work possible. Goofy as that work may sometimes be. Stay safe out there. We're thinking of you. The McElroy brothers are not experts and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Everyone and welcome to. Hold on, let me let me open this book to a new chapter. Welcome to a new era of my brother, my brother and me, a lifestyle experience guide. Ooh, uh, my name is Justin McElroy. I'm your oldest guide. Hey, okay. this is Griffin. I go second now. Whoa, and uh, yeah, I'm all about just sort of these orbs, guys. Hi, I'm Travis. All right. Yep. See, it's so weird. I will wait for three hours for Griffin to do his now. Hey, it's me, Griffin, again. Just checking in about these orbs. <laughs> <laughs> you touched these orbs yet? No? You gotta get with these orbs, man. Hi, I'm, I'm Travis. I'm I'm kind of the CFO of, the, of our lifestyle brands. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm not so much on the creative, but I make sure everyone gets paid and that their health insurance uh, stays current. He's so. afraid of these orbs. I keep telling him nothing to be afraid of unless no. you drop one on your foot. I appreciate the orbs, uh, but I am looking at the books, and it does say here in uh, our ledgers that we still use for some reason that right. it is time to pay the piper. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, boy. Thank you, Travis, for bringing up this awkward. Now, listen, we begged Travis not to do this. Yeah. <laughs> I know. We begged it. We said the it's a new over era. here, they were saying, like, we're focused on this, uh, on these artisanal paper right. and artisanal glasses. Uh, artisanal air, Griffin, you said at one point, which I didn't Well, get. it's inside the orbs, isn't it? I guess. Something's got to be in there. Someone, there's a piper here. There's an artisanal piper that you guys ordered, and someone needs to pay them. Uh, so we're going to talk a little bit more about it later in the show, but should we um, just start uh, you know, telling people about what kind of new uh, body slime mm-hmm. we're into and uh, what kind of acupuncture needles we're all about these days? Do you know it's way in, Griffin? What is it? It's getting wet and rolling around in sand and then just getting dressed over that and going oh. about your day. It's like a natural exfoliant. Just having a little gritty time in the city. Yeah. I like this. And then to the end of the day, your boss is riding your freaking jock trying to get you to file those reports. You get home, you take a shower, pearl falls out of your butt, crack. Yep. It can happen. It does happen every day to people like you. And now it can happen. I'm afraid Justin died. We're going to start out with kind of a retro vibe and take a question from our listenership, and then we'll ease into some of the bigger changes. We <laughs> should point out, and you know what? We should also point out, uh, we are recording this for the first time ever, weeks ahead of time, which right. is why our first question is about Valentine's Day, which will seem weird when you right. hear this in like mid-March. I collected money for a Valentine's Day singing gram for one of my professors and got $1 from one girl and $2 in quarters from a guy. The gram is $5. Then I got so dang busy, I didn't find the time to buy the gram. And their money is sitting on my desk. It's been three days. They haven't asked, but I know they didn't get a singing gram. Do I steal their $3 or awkwardly give it back? Now, yeah. I, I just want to clarify, uh, because Justin used the wrong uh, word there. They know that the professor didn't get a singing gram. So the two people that this question asker collected money from are well aware that that money was not spent on, the on a singing telegram. Okay. Is this not why Venmo was invented? Or PayPal, or whatever. Yeah. Your, your, oh, your... I, someone just, Sharon just sent you $2 with the note, I fucked up Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yes. It's how you send money when you're embarrassed. It's how you pay for things you're scared about, you know? Mm-hmm. You could call it an investment in next year's, Graham. Ooh. Thank you for your early support of a b- building on a layaway plan, a layaway, Graham. There you are. I, well, I'm... Listen, it's been a while. I've been out of the game for a while now when it comes to singing telegrams for professors. But $5 seems awfully low, doesn't it? It seems like not very much money. I don't think you can buy... This may be the only thing you can get with $5. Yeah, a human being is going to have to use their mouth to sing in public in front of another human being who is looking at them for $5? You could uh, uncut gems it and put this three-ski on the horsies. On the ponies, let it ride, <laughs> and say like, if they come to you, like, hey, I do need those quarters back. You can be like, listen, it's it's all, it's not liquid right now. It's tied up in the ponies, isn't it? Tell them it's not liquid. I gave this three dollars to the singing guy as a deposit for him to start learning uh, the, the the hit song you wanted to sing, "Drops of Jupiter" by Train. Yep, mm. but he's because he's a one of those planet professors, you yep. know. Oh yeah, yeah. And, you know, planetology. And, uh, 
He gets so up there day one. He's like, my very energetic mother just served us nine pizzas. That's the acronym, and I'll see you guys next year. You know what's weird about that, Griffin? It's not pizzas anymore. Uh, we can't talk about fucking Pluto. No, he cares about it. If, who, it's a planet. Clearly. It's I like it. It's small. It's, it's a big rock in space, guys. There's lots of them. Not enough. You, would you guys like a signing telegram? Like, would you like no. that you right, up from at you your right place now? Of, not from me right now, but like if you got one in your day to day. I would mm. I would feel threatened if that happened. Okay. If someone came up to me and said, hey, I have to tell you something and started singing at me. I don't know that the feeling I would feel would be one of love or gratitude. Like, this is the thing, right? Can we all just be honest with ourselves that this kind of thing or like delivering a big bouquet of balloons while Part of it, yes, is sweet and thoughtful. The other half is like, I want to embarrass you. I want to humiliate. I want to fucking shame you. Right? Like that, I'm going to make a big spectacle because if you just stand there nodding like, yes, I deserve this and I appreciate it. Like that's not how that's supposed to go. You're supposed to kind of cover your face and be embarrassed by this thing happening. Yeah. Why is that how we're choosing to show our love to one another? Yeah, for three for three dollars. Let's see what we can. Huey, what can we do for three dollars? It's We can dump a bunch of paint on them do you yeah. want that we can squeeze um, we can accidentally squeeze some toothpaste on their pants and make it look like they did have a naughty accident do you like that when I, uh this is embarrassing um about a mm, probably oh boy it's been about 16 years ago um for v the first valentine's day we were together my wife my now wife and i then girlfriend uh sydney my now wife uh, <laughs> No, you can't. I didn't even open the door to it. That's actually a bat. You have to turn around three times and throw salt over your left shoulder or more. I'll kill you in your sleep. Um, you, I, 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 uh, for Valentine's Day, there was this group that was doing, um, like these sorts of things, but they were, they did a, they called it a VLQ or a very large quartet. And basically, Ooh. A, a just a, a grip of the oldest fellas you've ever seen in your entire life show up at a place and sing a song, right? And uh, it was beautiful. It went perfectly. Sydney was at rehearsal for a play, and like they showed up at rehearsal and just like dazzled, and it was very romantic. And I was like, it was really lovely. Um, about six months ago, I started thinking. Did I pay those guys? Oh, it was no. not a money up. Hold on. <laughs> no, don't rush to judge it. It was not a money up front kind of deal. It was, you know, you know, you do it and, you know, make a little deposit and uh, then we'll we'll do the singing and you can make it right later. Um, That's and a then bad I realized, model, old That's dudes, by the good. way. Yeah, but they're they're so old and trusting. So I did this, and I got to thinking about six months ago. I never paid these fucking guys for this thing. Oh, and then I started thinking, like, I gotta make this right. You know, uh -huh. I can get it liquid. I can get it liquid. Get it liquid however liquid, dude, much, get it wet. I can get it liquid. However much it costs. And then I started thinking, and this was unpleasant to consider, but most of those guys are probably. Um, but a lot of them are probably dead. And that is when I started to feel really bad. Because at this point, I'd be paying money to, like, their their sons. Their estates. Their singing sons. Right. Their estates, right? Yeah. Kicking in a few bucks here and or there. Or it might be a tontine situation. Yes. Where the very large quartet has just been saving all the money that they make. And the last one kicking, which will probably be the Baritone, I mean, let's be honest. All, the only source of income 
the surviving members of this group need to worry about is Justin's unpaid deposit plus the juice. Oh yeah, the juice has been flowing. My man, it's it we're talking six figures, bud. Their yeah. pay their their page is still active. I mean their website is still active, but there's no online option. So I would have to come like I would have to make a phone call that's yeah. like Hello, this is Justin McElroy. You probably know me from how they talked about me at the meetings for a decade. But like, how's the juice right now? <laughs> Do you want us like, to sit what's... here on the phone, like on the call with you while you call them? Like, we'll be here for emotional support if you want. Oh, that could be really good. That would be like a really special thing for the Max Fun Drive episode. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> All right, but hold, hold on. on a second. This can't be like our prank episode, Travis. You and I have to button it the fuck up, dude. Yep. Yep. You yeah. guys talk about that for a second while I uh, while I do this. And let's have Justin do a very good phone call while me and Travis really button it up. Hello. Uh, hi. Uh, I had a question regarding the Thundertones. Yes. What would you like to know? Well, okay. Um, I didn't think anybody would would answer. Uh, but so I'm a little nervous. But um, in I I think it was <laughs> no reason to be nervous. You well, you haven't heard. Okay. So in 2005, um. You all did a singing telegram for my. Uh, she was the, my girlfriend then, and she was my. She's my wife now. Uh, she was very touched by it, and I realized about six months ago that I never paid for it, and I feel really, really bad about it. And I have for quite some time, and I know that there's juice on it. I know the interest has been collecting for many years. I'm sure you all have been talking about it a lot, and I just wanted to make yeah, it right that's, and that's get. That's it's up to three thousand dollars. No, that's not true. Um, we, I don't. I was not in the group at that time, and I don't even know what kind of record. We, I, we don't have any records. I don't think that go uh, that far. Or if they do, they, they we do. They're so buried. Um, I, I will tell you this: if uh, if you want to um, make that right, just so your conscience will be uh, soothed, you may send a check. Um, let's see, two thousand five. I don't. Do you remember how much it was for? Because it's now fifty dollars. I don't know what they were back then. I mean, fifty dollars sounds. That sounds more than fair. There was a whole lot of people there. I mean, just, there was a, a a a VLQ. They called it a very large quartet, which is a good joke. Okay. And um, okay. $50 sounds fair, but if you want it to be more, I mean, I feel so terrible. You really got me over a barrel on this no. one. No, not at all. I appreciate your honesty, and that is no problem at all. Uh, why don't you just send a, uh, a $50 check to the Thundertones, make it out to the Thundertones. Okay. And just send it to my, to my address. I'm the president of the group. My name is but you don't need to know that. Just just make out the check to the Thundertones, and then my address is as follows. Uh, well, thank you so much. Uh, I, I really appreciate you letting me get my conscience clear. I feel like a, a new chapter has <laughs> begun, and I'm ready to move forward uh, with, with a clean conscience. I mean, for this. There's lots of well, other congrats. terrible things, but <laughs> for this one thing, I feel I was good about it. I was going to say, now you can go back and return all those books that you checked out of the library that you never returned. So, uh, so, that, <laughs> well, so thank you very much for your patronage. Uh, uh, by the way, we just finished that up, and uh, we, we did 38 uh, Valentines this year. Had two quartets go out. It was very successful. Uh, keep us in mind for next year. 
And I'm sure that she wouldn't uh, remind a reprieve uh, on something like that. I love that you can trust me again. I history, uh, you know, is not on my side. I'm, I'm impressed that you're willing to forgive and forget. Well, that is no problem at all. Uh, I, I wasn't expecting it in the first place, and like I said, we don't have a record of it, so don't worry. But about hey, you that. Mu- y'all must okay. must be rolling in it now, though. Thirty eight times fifty. I'm loving that math. Well, I tell you what, it is it is our largest fundraiser. Uh, even uh, we make more off this than we do even our annual show that we do in the fall. Is we that one spookier, kind of a scary, school. scary thing? Lots of like haunted jump scares we and did, stuff like that. We did. No, no. We did one of those. We did a show that was kind of had that theme. But no, it, it varies from year to year. And recently we've been going with with songs that are songs that everybody's familiar with. Uh, this last one was the British Invasion. And we did a bunch from uh, uh, Beatles and, and uh, Herman's Hermits and uh, stuff like that. So. It's a lot of fun. And if you sing, heck, come by and see us. Okay. Uh, I'll give you just a sample and you let me know what you think. Stay a while with me. Just stick around and see what happens. What will be, will be. And we'll we can work with that. Yeah, we can work with that. That's excellent. Hey, uh, Rick, you've been so cool. <laughs> Thank you so much. My my brothers put me up to this. I I told them this story, and they forced me to call for our uh, our podcast. Uh, and you will uh, that check will be rolling your way uh, here in here in a couple of days. Tell me your name, Justin McElroy. Justin McElroy. Well, thank you very much, Justin. I'll look forward to that that check and 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 that amount and also give me give me your contact information as well yes i'm at now you're this is for the lawsuit isn't it because i've had the juice running too long (laughs) all right thanks rick take take it easy okay you too thank you justin appreciate it bye-bye you just got pranked baby I can't believe they had forgotten about it. No, Justin, they didn't. I can't believe Rick acted like he had forgotten about it so convincingly. Yeah, and did you also hear how when you gave him your name with a little bit of a smile as if he was then going to be like, oh, damn, Justin McElroy, and then there was no recognition at all, and I oh, got I didn't think it was down my I didn't spine. Think, I didn't think he'd be like, oh, shit, Justin McElroy from podcast. I literally thought it, he was looking for a list of, like, shitheads. Yeah. I, I expected him to remember me from the shithead list. Yeah, when you said for, Justin McElroy. What do you McElroy. think? He's a fucking things I bought at sheets fan (laughs) (laughs) that's why i was expecting rick to be a fan of my my youtube series come on when you said justin macro he just reached over to the notepad in his passenger seat and marked off your name under people i need to kill yeah there's also we're he's he's from huntington if i said my name it was not that he would know me it was probably that thinking that he'd know my dad yeah and would say like all oh, this fucking figures yeah hey you're gonna like bleep out his address and stuff right so we don't oh, dox i it. hope so i hope so Ooh, i hope so but sometimes Ooh, i don't pay d- very close attention to these don't i hey maybe you- this could become like a new segment where justin just clears his conscience like one Ooh, one thing at a time. Out the closet i like that I'll, yeah. Only bad thing I ever did, though. Well, That's the only well, one. Okay. Uh, hey, I've got a Yahoo here. Do you want to hear it? Sure. Sent in by Jeanette. Thanks, Jeanette. It's Yahoo Answers user. Oh, they're anonymous. Anonymous. They're anonymous. It was Rick. It was Rick. Asks, should the queen move to America to get a new experience? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I Thank know. you. 
I know so very little about the monarchy mm-hmm. or anything, really government, to speak yeah. of worldly speaking. So this may be coming from an uneducated place. In fact, I can confirm it is, but it seems like maybe if the queen came to America, she could have a new experience. And not just came here, not only not just came here to visit, got a flat, you uh-huh. know? Uh, took a lift, but we took, call them elevators. Lift. Oh, well, I thought you were talking about rental car, but uh, yeah. Oh, no, uh, we call those cars. Uh, yeah, or buggies, lorries, whatever. That's uh, maybe, yeah, maybe she start calling them different shit, right? Yeah. So. Well, yeah, what if she went back to Britain and was just like, hey, from now on, we're calling them elevators and apartments and shrimp. Enough of this shit, right? Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, I bumped my shopping cart into your shopping cart. And right. that's what we now call them. Look, there's a truck. Bring me some cookies. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm going to behead you. Mm-hmm. Hey, can I ask you guys a for real serious question? Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm sure that there's like, you know, some courtesies extended to her and like diplomatic immunity and stuff. But if the queen were to come to the US of A. Yeah. And I were to offend her. Yeah. She's got no power over me, right? <laughs> like she couldn't get me in trouble. She no. could, I mean, okay, she could get you in trouble, probably, if she told a, uh, an adult or a teacher. Okay. Um, but she, but I don't not think like she... in Britain, where I, I didn't bow right, and now I'm going to go to prison or something. Right, right. You know, I made that joke about the queen having someone beheaded for not knowing what cookies are, and it made me start to think about something. Okay. Uh-huh. Back, like, several hundred years ago, the queen could definitely... Have someone beheaded no if she felt like it. No we doubt. agree on this, Def, right? Yeah. Def, def, def. Today, the queen would say, like, off with their head, and everybody would be like, I don't think so, right? <sighs> so, my question is this the last time that happened, do you think there was a sense of, like, been a good run, but I think this is the last one? <laughs> I think yeah. we're wrapping up on being able to do this, has been extremely satisfying and fun. But I think we are rapid. Like the last one must have felt pretty bad for everybody to be like, I don't think we do this anymore, actually. I, I don't think it was a switch flip, Jamie. I don't think it was like, oh, uh, you know what? I don't want to do it. I think it was more of like a fade out mm. of just like over time, people were getting less and less okay with it. And then there was one where it was kind of a squeaker where it was like, ooh, are we going to. Ooh, like are we the person's in the guillotine and they're like, this feels unnecessary Ow. to me. You all agree, right? We, we should probably start, shouldn't. We should do jail. <laughs> hey, what do you guys think about not, jail? Listen, We've guys, got just, them. It's not perfect, but I think it might be better than this. I think instead of a fade out, Travis, I think it's possible that there was a a sort of crescendo where there was one day where they just beheaded like so many people and they were like, it's not even fun anymore. Like, yeah. I can't. You know what's I don't fun? Even feel it's it. It's like jazz. You know what's fun is the beheadings you don't do, right? Because that's the, think of the joy on someone's face when you get them into the guillotine and like they're blindfolded or something, and you go like, "Do it!" and like you have the sound of a leather, like a lever going, and like a sound of a thunk over there. But then you're like, "Hey, guess what? You're not gonna get beheaded, yeah, right? Fun. That well, person's never gonna fun. do something wrong ever again." Damn the old. Sky it's basically the premise of un- undercover boss. Yeah exactly like undercover boss a friend and i often work together during class and i want to ask for his number so if i have any questions i can just text him however i don't want him to get the wrong idea and think that i'm getting his number for any sort of romantic purpose or ulterior motive 
what is a completely normal way to ask for someone's number without perpetuating the wrong idea. Um, that's from Gmail. You cannot do this. Don't even try. Griffin is right. You just can't do it. <laughs> it's not, it's not, uh, it, this is very relatable because I had this exact scenario and it's just, it's not, uh, it's just not possible, I don't think. Right? We can Am all I... agree that anytime you've ever had to say to another human being, like, can I get your number? It's, yeah. it's so it hard and it's so much, I would argue, harder to say when it is not for romantic intent, mm-hmm. right? Because then mm-hmm. you worry, you have to then explain yourself and say, like, just in case you want to play video games together, not, you, I don't want to smooch. Do you know what's fucked up? And this is, I, I, I genuinely cannot answer this. Uh, if I ask for, you know, if I was in college or whatever and needed to get in contact with somebody that I was like working with on something, I would feel zero pressure to ask for their email address. But it's still like, yeah. it's still like talking, isn't it? So like, yeah. why does that, why is phone just like the sexy one, I guess? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's because of the connotation of like, can I get your number? Yeah, but I think there's more to that. In this modern era, I think that it's because it's so private. Like, I don't even know your guys' phone numbers. Wait. You know, like, it's extremely private. I definitely like, it's my phone, gave you my, my phone, phone knows it, but I don't know. Yeah, my phone knows oh, okay. it. I don't know it. So it's private to you. You know what I'm saying? It's a private thing. Yeah, but I'm going to stick with my point because I've never seen a movie where somebody, like, looked at their friend across the table at a bar and, like, cockily said, like, she friended me on Facebook. <laughs> like, I mean, that's what You've Got Mail is about, so b- what are you saying? And the second thing, maybe it's just that the phone, with the phone, it is intimate because you're saying, give me the buttons to press on my phone so that I may gently nestle your warm voice close to my face. There's really no way to talk to somebody on the phone without confronting the fact that you're doing whispers into each other, like directly into each other's mm-hmm. ear, basically. Now that's fair. That is fair. You all, you also, I think there's an immediacy to this of like, give me your phone number. That's like saying like, hey, if I need help with uh, school, I want you to, uh, the second that it crosses my mind, I want you on fucking call. <laughs> I don't want to send an email that you'll respond to in a couple of hours. Yeah. I want to know that you know I need you then. Here, hey, it's 2020, it's 20 funny. Can I pitch an idea that you've just given me, Justin? Every uh, phone. I, wait, hold on, you didn't even let me think about okay. it. Okay. <sighs> yeah. Okay, every phone should have two numbers. One that you can call and one that you can text. And you should like only give out the one that can text and reserve the one that can call for like, if you are dying, you are allowed to use this number. <laughs> that's great. But no one is. That's great, Travis, because you set drops with Jupiter by train as your ringtone, and then you're out at dinner with your friends, and you hear, now she's back in the app. And you gotta be like, oh shit, something happened with my uncle. Oh shit. Oh no, my dad. I gotta go. Yep. As I understand it, though, this is already how people are using phone. No one calls on phone, yes, right? I, this draws when the some- line, though. Instead of getting a friend's number to work on uh, homework, you got the number all at once. What if you did it in stages mm. where you're like, okay, I'm comfortable enough with you to so far give you my area code. Yeah. We're doing mm. it, right? That's good. 
That way it doesn't Narrow feel it like a commitment yet. Uh, the real answer to this is you don't, you got to reel in a third person into this and be like, hey, we should all exchange numbers. That's oh, great. That's yes. powerful. Thruple. Maybe yeah. just play yeah. in a big group hang to all go see that new movie together. We'll work on the we'll, weird again. We'll work on the paper at some point. Hey, uh, you guys like Outback Steakhouse? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we can work on it. I was just blooming. walking by. I'm not even in your class. We should all exchange numbers, the three of us equally. The same. Who number. are you? Yeah. Here, here is the best advice. Okay, I've got this. Okay. You need to give them your phone number and give them a reason to reach out to you that is not romantic. Okay, picture this. <laughs> if you ever need you emergency toilet paper. You you walk up to this person, you'd be like, hey, listen, I'm not spreading this around, but I got a fucking choice sourdough starter <laughs> that I would love to slice you off a bit yes. of. Yes. Here is my phone number. Here is an empty jar. Let your imagination run wild <laughs> of how a little sourdough starter would look in here. The price, let's not, that's not between friends. We're not going to worry about that. But you go ahead and give me a text to Ruski, and this beautiful bread baby could be headed to your house, immediamente. And then the cool thing about that is you get their number and they owe you for the sourdough that you hooked them up with that one time. Okay. Right. J- Justin, just to clarify, just uh, so I don't do this wrong when I attempt this. Do I yeah. need to actually have a sourdough starter to use this? Travis, if you do not have a sourdough starter, they will assume you are American Psycho 2, the sequel. <laughs> there, there is fucking no reality in which you cannot also have a sourdough starter on hand, ancient grains ready to rip, yeah. ready to turn <laughs> that beautiful sugar into carbon dioxide and crank that bread up to its maximum yeah. fluffy potential. Now, here's the thing. I do have a sourdough starter. I just don't know if I'm ready to give it away. Like right. that just seems like such a big commitment. I think this works on the platonic level. Yes, Justin. Can we tweak it a little bit for a different person who wants it for a romantic level? At the bar, hanging out, someone catches your eye. Can you wander over there with an empty jar and a promise of fermentation? I think in that case, the the sourdough starter has to already be in the jar. And like you just saying, like, if you want to know more, <laughs> give me a call. My well, number is written on the sourdough starter. They're not going to buy the baker when they got the the starter for free, you know? Maybe you have uh, nine out of ten of the sourdough starter ingredients in there. And you're like, the missing piece is me. Give me a call. And we'll start something together and feel the power of sour and let the dough flow. Not how sourdough starters work, but okay. I don't know anything. Yeah. That's kind of thematic. Yeah. Yeah. How about a Yahoo? Yeah. This one was sent in by level 9000. Yeah, Drew, Drew, Drew Davenport. Thank you, Drew. It's from your Yadru Answers user. They're anonymous. Uh, so let's call them Jamathy. Asks, why do Siberian tigers need to be so huge? Mm. Their prey seems much smaller. They mm-hmm. need to fight Kodiak bears. Huh. So I don't know enough about, I think, animals in general to answer why the Siberian tiger, like what environmental sort of, like, challenges they had to overcome by becoming just fucking jacked these siberian tigers um but i'm extremely here for the idea that the siberian tiger big and powerful and beautiful Mm -hmm. could challenge itself a little bit better like oh yeah 
Like it's it's if it's going after small rodents and uh, r- rabbits and uh, probably unlucky birds, unlucky slow birds. Yeah. Uh, or the- just like sleepy birds. Sleepy birds, unfortunate explorer, adventurer, uh, whatever beef it finds on the ground, just laying just around. Just random beef, ground beef, ground beef. <laughs> yes, but you know, like, you know what, Adam? I think about this all the time with Griffin. No, uh, the panda. Well, okay, panda. Not, well, hear me out. Okay, the panda's just eating bamboo. It's right. not built to do that. It huh. should be eating meat. That is a bear, huh? That's why it's sleepy all the time and does so very little and doesn't really have the power or the energy to make love because right. it's so sleepy all the time. And so at some point, a panda must have been chasing like a bird or a rabbit or something and be like, this fucking sucks. That plant Ooh. is just sitting there. I'm yeah. going to eat that I'm gonna from eat now that. on. There's so much of it everywhere. What if that was food? I'm Damn, just going to sit here and do shit all <laughs> and eat this stick and not bone anymore. And that's the problem. Pandas aren't boning, so the numbers are going down. If we could get one just fucking battle horny, come back from defeating the huge Siberian tiger, which yes. there are billions of probably, you know, an, yeah. uh, an unlikely victory, and it comes back home, and they're like, oh, shit, Ron, what's up? You look you look like heck. And then Ron could be like, oh, I'm I'm indifferent now. Who's ready for Ron? And then they would fucking pork like they've never porked before. And then like all of a sudden pandas are back and they are There's too many. They're like pigeons and squirrels. Squirrels pigeons for all the you can talk shit about pigeons, but pigeons are out there, aren't they? So the yep. pigeons are working out there and they are up against forces that are so hysterically beyond their control like what ass can a pigeon kick probably not any and so they go and they like sit on a, like the the third rail of a subway and they get like totally just bamboozled out there and then they fly home to their nest and it's like oh shit rough day in the city and they're like yeah it was a rough day in the city i'm battle horny <laughs> now let's now let's go has anyone told pigeons that like 10 miles that way is probably just a bunch of corn that they don't like have to just Guys, be there the in the middle of New York City. Right Do you think if a pigeon there. like heard someone mention like there are just fields of corn, they'd be like, what the fuck? Try I have been f- like mistaking cigarette butts for food for the last like 30 years. For the last 30 generations. Travis, farmers are listening to this right now, like sweating, like please don't tell pigeons about farms. <laughs> please no. Please don't tell pigeons about my farm. Hey, where did all the tomatoes go? We had them last night. Let's look outside. Uh-oh. It's two million pigeons. <laughs> They're all just here pigeons... now looking for statues to sit on. Do you think pigeons in the city regularly get letters from their country cousins? They're like, well, shit still sucks out here in the country. Yeah, it's a waste. Fucking nothing to eat. I wish I was living it up with you eating one-fourth of a hot dog bun out of a gutter. <laughs> God, that sounds good. Anyway, yeah, it's all bullshit out here. Anyway, I, yeah, anyway, I gotta go. I gotta have to, uh, use the bathroom. I mean, um, look for food. Uh, yeah. That's all I get to do. Man, I'm just gonna be thinking. Everybody's talking about unlikely animal pairings. And when they say that, traditionally, they mean friendships. I'm thinking mm. about it like... Top 10 anime battles. Because mm-hmm. Kodiak Bear versus Siberian Tiger. Boy, that would be one for the ages, wouldn't it? That'd be pretty good. 
The problem with Jamathy's question is like, once you start going down the road of like, why is that tiger so big? You can do that with pretty much every animal. But like, yeah. if that animal is smaller, it could eat less food. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> hey, uh, why is the I, blue whale eating krill? It should be eating like smaller whales. Oh my god, we need a worthy challenger for the. We all need to team up and breed something for the blue whale to to sharpen itself against. It is time for the killer whale to live up to its name. So, yeah, it's you got it. You don't have it in size, right? Mm. But you got it in ferocity for sure. You are an X-wing. Like going up against a star destroyer at that point, but this yes. star destroyer, guess what? It only eats like little weird barnacles. You are totally good. This is my pitch for Free Willy Six. Yeah, uh, where okay. Willy just goes ham on a blue whale. Right, and it's two hours long, <laughs> and it's really hard to watch that. But then what's that? The blue whale and Willy team up to fight a giant squid. Animals are great. Uh, I love nature. Yeah, yeah, and we know a lot about. I them. love nature too. Yeah. Yeah, we're very smart about him. Okay. Huh. I'm sorry I got a cold and I realized it sounded weird. Yeah. Like Alfred E. Newman I kind of loved it. I kind of enjoyed it too. I got a Munch Squad mini. And then a full munch squad for you. I got combo. Duncan adds snack and bacon to the menu. What? <laughs> Please tell me they used apostrophes in there. Oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> Duncan snacking bacon. Is bacon apostrophes what is it? too? No, bacon's not. That'd be wild, though. I, I They missed a trick, huh? <laughs> yeah, so Duncan adds snack and bacon to the menu. This one's bacon in a little bag, my friends. Oh. Uh, it's just... Bacon in a little stinky, <laughs> greasy bag. I'm glad it's not just loose bacon, though. That is better. It, it is basically loose bacon, Travis. It's as close to loose bacon as you can get without being loose bacon. Without going to prison. <laughs> yeah. Here's how it starts. Sack the sad snacks with the new snack and bacon. Oh, God. For anyone who's seeing a satisfying snack, seeking a satisfying snack, but it's, this one seems designed to fuck me up. I see you, We Duncan. got him. For, for anyone who's seeking a satisfying snack but is stuck with a sad selection at their desk, office, kitchen, or vending machine, Duncan is adding some extra sizzle to its menu. Hey, friends, if there is a sadder snack than bacon from a greasy little bag that you bought at the store and carried to your office, I don't know what it is. Duncan Wednesday unveiled new snack and bacon mm -hmm. and s with sweet black pepper seasoning to help on-the-go customers conquer nothing. It's not help. Help is the wildest word word you could have picked. You're not helping them to do anything. They say they're helping their customers conquer their cravings without settling for tired and typical snacking choices. Hey, Roger, what are you, what are you snacking on out of that bag there? Bacon? <laughs> Just uh, some bacon, bacon in a bag, huh, Roger? Are you okay? Hey, Roger. Yeah, the... It's a, the only sad, the only thing that you have to imagine with this is is actually walking up to the counter and they're like, "What food do you want here at Dunkin' that you've gone into willingly?" And the person says, "Um, I want a bag of snack and bacon for the road." I I actually think saying for here would be worse. That would actually I'm gonna sit in the <laughs> corner and listen to a podcast. Here's the full one. Einstein Brothers is going to launch a bagel and burrito mashup. Huh. 
Is it? Is it? Do they just gonna jam it in the fucking hole? <sighs> Basically, they announced. Uh, it, Einstein Brothers announced it's launching a first of its kind bagel innovation, <sighs> a bagel rito, <sighs> a bagel and burrito mashup. The bagel rito was available at five test locations in the Denver area for a limited time in October 29th. And it's going to shock you all, but it fucking cleaned up. (laughs) (laughs) It sold out within hours of its announcement to the world. Why did you announce it to the world? Let Denver get a fucking crack at that beautiful bastard. (laughs) Due to the wild success of the test launch and countless... Requests from guests who wish they could try the bagelrito. Valerie, how many requests have we got about the bagelrito? I can't count them. There's too many. They're pouring in. They're throwing them through the window. The bagelmatic is broken. It's, it's like it's exploded everywhere. Can't count that high. It's like the end of Miracle on 34th Street in here. Why did we set up a complex system of pneumatic tubes from every Einstein Brothers location into our home base? So the Einstein Brothers Bagels is making the game-changing breakfast item available to guests across the U.S. at participating locations. And the tone of this announcement is that they think they're ready for Bagelritos, but they're not fucking sure, okay? They're on the the very edge. Quote, we heard our guests loud and clear, says Teika O'Rourke, VP of Marketing, for Einstein Brothers Bagels. They always have to clarify what company they're the VP of marketing of. It'd be wild if the VP of marketing at Ford is like, they got nasty new bagels. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, this place got nasty new bagels. (laughs) (laughs) Cars are still cool, but check out these nasty bagel tubes. Given the popularity of the bagel Rito during the Denver test, we knew we couldn't keep this breakfast innovation from the rest of the country for too long. We just needed a bit of time to ensure our bakeries are set up to meet the volume of orders we're expecting. On February 27th, we will be ready. Constantly pushing the boundaries of the classic bagel. Einstein Brothers Bagel has taken it to the next level with the bagel. Has taken it too far. (laughs) Too far. They've, They've crossed the Rubicon and made a shame before God. It's loaded with two cage free eggs for that, for, you know, you know, for that animal cruelty conscious consumer that also wants to eat a bagel shaped like a fucking tube. And it's got thick cut bacon from, I'm assuming, Inhumanely raised pigs. <laughs> they make the pigs. and turkey sausage. Let's get them all in there. <laughs> they make the pigs watch the chickens run around. Come back here, cow. You don't get out. We need three cheeses from you and potatoes. Your non-sentient state will not preserve you. There's hash browns in this bad boy and salsa and green chilies and a flour tortilla all hand-wrapped in an Asiago bagel dough and baked fresh. And what a relief that machines aren't involved in this process. I'm glad humans have to use some of their time here on this big blue globe to roll these bagel tubes for me. Its substantial size, high flavor, and portability has earned High flavor it is a good high term. Flavor I like high flavor. The high flavor and portability. Folks. Thank God. Bagels I, have been so cumbersome up till now. <laughs> and burritos, too. Yeah. Yeah, friends, I'm here to ask you, what is the last item that you bought at a fast food place where you're like, well, I can't take this anywhere. (laughs) Look at this. Look at this heavy. I can't carry. What am I to carry it to another location? 
Uh, the high flavor and portability has earned it its slogan, big, bold, and easy to hold. Oh, boy. Who are these people <laughs> that have a regular bagel and they're like, whoop, drop the damn thing. <laughs> oh, fuck. Now it's rolling Again? away. Again? And hey, hey, friends, I'm looking at this thing. It's a big loose tube full of garbage. <laughs> this is not a portable solution. Just as close at the bottom, you're going to have bagel juice slipping out. Anyway, that's the bagel Rito. Looks pretty good. I would probably eat yeah. one, and it's available at Einstein Brothers now. Next time I'm out to eat a restaurant, I'm just going to silently open up the salt shaker and dump it all over my meal. And then when Rachel asks, like, hey, what are you doing? I can now confidently answer, I am turning the flavor too high. The flavor, <laughs> the flavor is not at high right now. I need maximum flavor. It's what I deserve as a consumer. Yep. I deserve no less. We rarely go out. It's hard to find a babysitter. <laughs> what I am deserve, I going to eat? Regular I, flavor? I deserve high flavor. Uh, well, we'll get out of your hair now. Once again, maximumfund.org. <laughs> that sounds join. like we're like backing out the door. And we've been trying to sell Ooh. you some brushes and combs. All right. Well, uh, you've been a gracious host. Uh, <laughs> maximumfund.org slash join. Thank you so much. And thank you to uh, John Roderick in the Long Winters for the use of our theme song. It's a departure off the album, putting the days to bed. Um, and we're about to put this episode to bed because uh, uh. Fish and Friends go bad after three days. Right, guys? Uh, <laughs> I don't. What is that? Are we f- fish? Griffin, do you have a final Yahoo? We're friends. This one was sent in by uh, Johannes. Thank you, Johannes. It's from uh, Yahoo Answers user T, who asks Dude, I just recently discovered a new way to eat oats. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Justin I'm McElroy. McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.